Welcome to the Human Design and Beyond podcast with your hosts, Leslie Wegleitner and Lori Wakefield. In these podcasts, we discuss all things related to human design. It's here where we share our knowledge, insights, and experiences. Join us as we dive into authentic conversations about letting go of resistance, identifying conditioning, and so much more. Our goal for you is to live in alignment with your unique human design. These quick bouts of inspiration will bring forward things to contemplate about your individual charts and inspire experiences in your everyday life to support your journey. Welcome. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Lori. Hi, and welcome back, everyone. This is Leslie. So today we're going to finish talking about the fear gates associated with the Ajna Center. We'll discuss gates 24 and 47. Before we begin, though, let's look at how fears in the Ajna Center are experienced for people who are just joining us today. The fears of the Ajna Center are related to mental anxiety. This center is designed to help you process and store information. It helps you to conceptualize and organize information. The way in which it's experienced depends on the characteristics or attributes of the gate. If you have the gate defined, you'll experience the energy in a fixed way. And if the gate is undefined in your chart, you'll experience it in a variable and inconsistent way. There's something I wanted to mention. Um, it was something I was thinking about after we finished our last episode. Um, it, it had to do with, with gate four. So I wanted to talk about what it's like to have, a, for me, to have a defined gate and an indefined center. Um. So even though I have gate four defined in the Ajna, I identify more with having an open Ajna than I do with gate four being defined. This is because when you have a defined gate in an open center, it's known as a dormant gate. So it's not an energy that you're always aware of unless it gets a charge from its harmonic gate through someone else or through a planetary transit. The harmonic gate is the other half of the channel. When you have a defined gate in a defined center that isn't part of a channel, it's known as a hanging gate. It's an energy that's fixed, even though it's not connected to its harmonic gate to form a channel. It's because it's part of the defined center. Uh, I'm not sure if that makes sense, but it's something that I wanted to explain before we move forward. Um, and I, I was trying to think of an example about what it's like for uh, for me, I guess. So I was thinking about like like if you have a, a like if you have a cup, an empty cup with a straw. So the straw the straw can be okay. So it would be like somebody with the harmonic gate or a planetary transit filling up the cup, and then you can drink from the straw. You can drink something from the cup, right? But if the cup is empty, there's nothing in it to drink. So so it's just it's getting that charge from something on the outside that, that I don't want to say, I don't really know how to put it, but it, but it, it makes you more, makes me more aware of it, I guess, that it's there. I don't know if that makes sense, Leslie. Do you, do you have anything that you want to add about dormant or hanging gates? Um, sure. So I don't have any dormant gates at all in my chart, um, but I do have a few uh, hanging gates. And an example, like I have the 6447, connects the head and the Ajna. And then I have the four um, that's uh, hanging gate. So um, how I kind of experience that or how I think 
you know, it plays out for me. The 6447 is, is abstract and um, we'll be talking about that, that 47, but it's, I think it gives me some rational logic to when I'm kind of swirling in uh, the past experience and trying to make sense of it. It gives me that little bit of flash of logic to kind of pull myself out of a spin sometimes. So it kind of balances out, you know, I feel like it balances the brain for me to um, uh, to experience it and have some logic with it. But I don't, I definitely will say I feel more of the energy of the 6447 and, and then kind of experience the four on the side, if that makes sense. It does. I just think it's super interesting. And yeah, like you were saying in your chart, you don't have any dormant gates. So you have the completely open spleen center or splenic center. Um, but no, no dormant gates. I just think that's interesting. Yeah. So, um, so we'll move on to, yeah, we'll move on to, uh, to gate 24. Um, and I'll share information about this gate. And then, and then Leslie, you're going to talk about gate 47. So okay. gate 24 is known as the gate of rationalization. <clears throat> it forms the channel of awareness when it's connected to gate 61, which is located in the head center above the Ajna. It's part of individual circuitry and the knowing sub-circuit. You may have heard gate 24 referred to as the return. What that means is that the energy of this gate <clears throat> is to ponder things over and over again until the energy is transformed into an inner knowing. But it's something that must be processed and reviewed several times before reaching the point where it turns into something you just know, <clears throat> even if you can't explain it. The fear of mental anxiety <clears throat> associated with gate 24 is the fear of ignorance or the fear that you'll never know with certainty or that you won't be able to explain what you know to be true. <clears throat> if you have gate 24 defined as part of the channel 6124, the energy from gate 61 fuels you to solve the mystery, to find the deeper knowing from within. If you allow the process to happen without pushing to know, you'll naturally reach those moments of just knowing. If you don't have this 6124 channel defined, you won't consistently receive fuel from gate 61 to solve the mystery or find the deep knowing from within in a consistent way. You'll only experience it when you're around someone who has gate 61 defined or during a planetary transit through gate 61. You'll be trying to solve the mystery without having the mystery to solve. I don't have gate 24 defined in my chart, and I don't have anyone close to me who does, but you do, Leslie. Do you want to share your experience with this gate? Um, yeah. So like you said, I don't personally have it, but my um, son has the channel 6124, which is a channel of awareness and design of a thinker. Can you hold on? Can you, can you hold on a second? I, I said that you have gate 24 defined, but you don't. Right. Right. You don't. Yeah. I personally yeah. do not. Okay. But, um, but my son does, he has that whole channel and his uh, gate for 24 is actually in his unconscious moon. And it's um, been pretty fascinating to uh, watch him in, in process. So as a young boy, like the things he would come up with um, in like the mystery sense of life and the questions that he would ask. And I could see him really um, in deep thought about it. And, and that kind of has taken a little bit of a backseat for him, but I have to say when he's, you know, 
trying to solve the world <laughs> confusion, um, there's still that sense of that mystery of how this could be done. And it's, it's really fun to kind of witness him in his process and talking. And when you bring in the fears, um, like when he's talking to people and bringing up what his ideas are and you kind of get this sense people are looking at him like mm, not following at all what you are saying he I can see him kind of pause <laughs> and he kind of intuit like I don't think they're cracking what I'm trying to say here but he um and maybe this is because he's a manifester I'm pretty sure it is he's able to just either drop it and just stop the discussion or continue and just figure, you know, maybe they'll, they'll get it later down the road, um, which is really kind of a cool. Yeah. He, he doesn't it. take it. Yeah. He doesn't take it personal. Yeah. I was just, just go sorry. Ahead. <laughs> I don't mean to keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. I was just going to say that he doesn't take it personally, basically. Right. Yeah. And I think that is a uh, kind of a, great trait for the manifestors um and and maybe it is a 6124 because it's you know it's an individual and it's acoustic so um you know there's some pretty fun stories with him just the way he connects you know to things and and hears things um and then how he expresses it so yeah i mean i guess that's all i really have to say about um that gate. I'm ready to start with the gate 47 if you are. Sure. So gate 40, 47 is a gate of oppression and it's a harmonic gate. Oh, it's harmonic gate 64 creates a channel of abstraction, um, a design of mental activity mixed with clarity. So this channel is part of the sensing circuit and it's abstract. It is part of um, the awareness stream of sensing. So gate 47 wants to make sense of things. It is always trying to make, <clears throat> excuse me, make sense of the, the past. The gate's name, oppression, gives you a sense of the heaviness it can have when one is trying to understand an experience and are asking questions like what this experience is about or why did this happen? It's fear is there is no point to the experience. So the anxiety of confusion plays out from trying to put the pieces together to make sense of the past. The deep fear that this experience was pointless and that the past was meaningless feeds the mind in all the confusion creating the anxiety. Of course, this is not true, but the mind can be very convincing when we give it the authority. The obsession of the 47 is to find hope in the past experience or that the experience at least led to an idea, even if it's the smallest of ahas, <clears throat> the mind wants to find this little detail. And in the abstract circuitry, it is um, essential for one to see value in the experiences, regardless, regardless if it's good or bad. And without this value, one will feel unfulfilled. That's why the 11th gate has all these belief systems, hopes, and prayers that may or may not be answered. The deep need to see that being human and following the human way is worthy and valuable. It's the 47th gate's energy that actually feeds into this 11th gate as it moves down towards the throat. So what can happen with those who have um, gate 47 is a negativity through seeing life is difficult and projecting that all life is difficult and ultimately has no value. This can lead to into dreaming of disappearing or, or just wanting to escape. This torment 
of not self can carry such a burden. So not being your true self and not operating correctly, your experience will show value will show valuable to you because it wasn't you and it wasn't your experience to have. So if you have the gate 47 and enter into an experience correctly, your experience can be quite different. You will be able to see the value of the experience, transform it so others can benefit from it and have a sense of hopeless or hopefulness in the experience and resulting in um, proving life to be rewarding and valuable. I hope this explanation shows you how the abstract being can avoid this fear of futility or seeing life as being pointless. So remember the fears of the mind has no inner authority. As long as we understand and accept that the mind has no inner authority, those anxieties cannot really touch us. So while I have, um, excuse me, I have a lot to share about this gate. So I have it in my unconscious Uranus and conscious Pluto. But when my Chiron return um, came in, it's, it's in my conscious and unconscious North Nodes and unconscious Jupiter. So my chart has um, got this quite a few times. So if I'm to be you know completely transparent, um, this has really been a tough one for me. And I can definitely see when I'm in um, my emotional wave and it's on the downswing, the gate challenges me. So I, take, um, I can take a, a simple experience and create a mountain out of it. And as I continue, though, with my human design experience, I am seeing this more clearly and understanding my process and catching myself more often um, to not go so far down this rabbit hole. So I'm actually kind of starting to enjoy witnessing um, how I can, how, how I have chosen in the past to get caught up in my misery. And this has been one of those areas in the chart that has drastically changed the way I've now experienced life. <clears throat> so. Um, it is this mind chatter that I have found to really send me into more of an emotional tailspin. And basically what I've discovered is that it just is draining my life force energy. And it's really for no reason because I'm just playing it over and over in my head and trying to figure something out that the clarity will come eventually. And the sooner I let it go, the sooner it seems like the clarity comes in. So, um, and when I do use the gate 47 for the higher purpose of going back into the experience to learn and to share, to help others, it just feels so different. It just um, carries a completely different energy for me. Um, and the transformation of the experience brings that clarity so I can share through a more hopeful lens instead of the feudal aspect of it. So um, that's, I think all I have to really share about gate 47 I don't have gate 47 to find, but I think you covered it pretty well. <clears throat> and I, I don't really don't have anything to add to it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Do you have anything else that you want to say before we finish today, Leslie? No, it, it feels pretty complete for me. Okay. I think, okay, so we finished up the Ajna today, the fears in the Ajna. And then the next episode, we're going to be going into the, um, the fears of the solar plexus. I think that's going to be like really interesting for both of us since we both have a defined <clears throat> solar plexus. And um, like for me, the Ajna was, was a, it was, it was harder for me, but I think with the, with the solar plexus, I think it'll be um, easier for me to just share like personal, personal experiences with that. Don't you agree, Leslie? I think it's going to be kind of fun. I do. I, I really agree. And the emotional just, being in human design and really um, witnessing my emotions and how they operate um, has really been kind of 
it's been intriguing for me <laughs> and to it, watch it. Has, it has stuff, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. That side of podcasts. Yep. So that's going to wrap things up uh, for this episode. Thanks so much for joining us today. As I mentioned before, in our next episode, we're going to be moving into the fears associated with the emotional solar plexus. We'll begin with an introduction of the type of fears that can be found in the center. And we'll also talk specifically about gate 30. If you'd like to see the show notes for today's podcast, you can find them on our website at www.alignandachievebydesign.com. The show notes will be listed under podcasts, episode eight. If you'd like to join us as we continue to explore the human design fear gates, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Thanks again and have a great day. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>